Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Organized Clutter Season 2. I honestly cannot believe we're here. Season 2. I know um, everybody that's been keeping up with the podcast and my personal life, um, we've had our ups and downs, but we're here. We are finally here. And what an amazing, amazing way to like kick it off. Thank you to Christopher in advance. Um, but yeah, we're here with the very super special BFF. Who do I have here with me? I'm Ryan Mano, and I co-host the Ellen K Morning Show every weekday morning on Coast on a 3.5 here in LA. And uh, yeah, you're in our studio. Welcome. Oh my God. I'm literally just in front of you right now, just in fangirl. I warned him in advance. So I was like, this is still super <laughs> new to me, but it's so cool. Like, do you still get that feeling every single day walking in? Yeah, at some point every day. Certainly some mornings, there are mornings where you go, oof, a little early. But, yeah. But something throughout every day um, 100% makes you remember why you love doing this. And what's yours? What's your reason that keeps It you- changes. It changes every day. It's whether it's, you know, honestly, like today, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, all the tragedy in, in Maui. Oh. Right? We heard from a listener, Jay, we call him Hawaii Jay. He's from there. And he called and shared these stories and these tears. And it really, like, there's something that gives you perspective, right? About right. maybe I'm worried about, oh, I'm, like, stressing out. Like, oh, crap, I don't have any, I got to go get dog food on the way home. I'm, like, way ahead in my anxious brain. Yeah. But then you have these moments together that we get to share, not only in here with Ellen and Darlene, but with Los Angeles. With and everybody. With calling everybody. in and giving, like, participating in the yes. conversation, you know? And that's it. So it's kind of like you, there's something that happens every morning, at least once. If you're lucky, 10 times. And it could even be happening to you, right? Where you're sharing that information like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) That's wild. And I mean, just being here in LA, I can just assume that you guys are hearing something every 20 minutes just being on the news too, right? Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) What's the most common thing right now? uh, In terms of what? In terms of everything. Like I know you guys have like the um, iHeart Festival going on. Like are you guys all main focused on that or always just different topics every day? It's different. Yeah, every day. It's We try to just find like... um, I find that people's attention spans have changed a lot. And I think that's not a surprise to anyone listening, right? So we have to evolve with that. And if we sat in here and talked about the same thing for five hours, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a tune-out. You want a lot. You want you want to get—look, we understand, too, people have lives. They're going They're going to get the kids off to school. They're doing drop-offs. They're—who um, knows? They're, they're, they're sitting in traffic. They're late for work. They're on calls, emails, in their car, whatever— so how can we connect with them, give them the most we can in the least amount of time possible? Yeah. So that they feel like they're getting something as they start their day. Right. Which is what, which is what we're here for. Exactly. And you know? I feel like even with TikTok being like a perfect example when you're saying like everybody's minds, everybody's interest is changing. Like you become so exposed to what's going on and from the perspective of different people like it just starts to feel relatable like that's how I feel listening to you and Ellen in the morning I was like that's what kind of radio host or even person that I want to be so I don't know how how do you feel I mean it's it's cool like it's you know and the truth is like when you guys are listening to music in the car we're we're, we have the sound off in here editing calls 
um, talking through, okay, so for, you know, where, when we start our next break, like we have certain times we have to break, like we have to be out, we have to be in commercials by 13, by 28, by 43. So it's like, okay, we have two and a half minutes. Let's go to Keith and Koreatown. Let's mention the Bruno Mars contest coming up. Let's hit weather really quick and like in what order, how it's going to go, who's setting it up, who's getting it. Like, so that's what we're doing while the music's playing Yeah, is really just kind of working out our little ballet. Now, how is the music determined? I've always wanted to know that. I was like, is it them in the studio just like, oh, we're going through our fields today and then playing this? Or no. is it all just random? No, it's, we have a, there's a whole hallway over there called the programming hallway. Yeah. And every station has a program director that picks the songs and schedules the songs. I mean, very rarely, like if it makes sense, like let's say, I don't know, like the other day we had Alicia Keys show up. She pulled her tour bus literally outside I on the street. That. Do you see that? Yeah, you got her to sign your like keys. My keys. I was yeah. like, what a like perfect, no <laughs> pun intended. So, but, but we didn't know what time she was going to be up here, what was happening, right? So, uh, we were just waiting, like literally looking out the window being like, God, is she going to come off her bus? We didn't know what time she was going to come up. So yeah. uh, when she was up here, though, we played, we just played a bunch of Alicia Keys songs because it made sense. Yeah, she's coming on, and, hyping her up. Yeah, yeah, and like in those moments, I think when you have something that's unique and, and sort of out of the ordinary, yeah, we can get away with a little more freedom where we'll kind of send our program director a text and be like, we're playing Alicia music. Sorry, thanks, bye. <laughs> Now, what about all those people that call in like, oh, can I put a request here? Especially like at night with Karen. I'll tell you what. Here's Karen does play requests like in the moment. But I think uh, something it's kind of a little secret. So, <laughs> uh, for anyone that does call during the morning, we don't, we don't really play requests. But we do, we can report them and report them back. So it's kind of like, oh, we had like 74 people that wanted to hear Karma today. So let's play it. It's blowing up. So just so you know, right, we're kind of like taking real time like field data yeah. to go, this is what everyone's like trying to, to hear. It's awesome though, because it's such, like you said, there's so much behind the scenes that like people don't get the opportunity to real see, even if they're not interested in doing this. Like there's just so much. I think I was sharing that um, in episode nine with Wacko. Uh, he was kind of talking about his transition from obviously not being here in the media, but I was like, dang, there's like a job for everything in between. Like you just said, um, the program room where the, the, what's it called again? Our programming hallway is where all of the program directors sit. So we have a bunch of stations in the cluster. So you're going to find Jill Kempton, our uh, coast um, program director. You're going to find Doc, who programs Real 92.3. Beata, she does 1027, Kiss FM. Uh, there's Lisa, 90, uh, Alt 98.7. Yeah, you see, so, I thought it was there, just you guys internally, no. just like, let's play some Kanye, or I was, I no. didn't know somebody in the back. I don't know, I'm new to no. that. <laughs> so it's not, it's not. Look, back in the day, I think it used to be that way. Yeah. But it's very meticulous now. It's very, very, uh, there's a lot that goes into it, a lot of, I don't know if the word science. It's like a balance between gut and science. Mm -hmm. Um you never, you know, I don't know the rules, but like there are certain categories for music. You don't want to play yeah. like 280 songs in a row because, you know, you want to keep a bit, especially on coast. Now, I don't know about other stations, mm -hmm. but but we don't, we don't, we try to keep a nice balance of like an 80s, maybe then like a, maybe then you play Karma and then you go to like a mid 2000s song. Yeah. I think just on the way over here, you guys were playing, um, Christopher, what was that Michael Jackson song that they were playing? I think it was Michael Jackson. I can tell you. Yeah, pretty young thing. That's I'm what it was. I'm gonna tell you, it wasn't. I don't think it was. Are you sure? Well, it was a Michael Jackson song, yeah, and I I'm like scroll, loved it. I'm gonna scroll back up. And it finish. was around. What time did we leave? It should have been about like 
I know it was a Michael Jackson. Because as soon as we, um, yeah, no, it was as soon as we got in the car because I already had Coast on. And we then, played Human Nature. Oh, there you go. Well, it was Michael. See, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like he said, like it's just a mixture of both. Because yeah, if you just played like only Michael Jackson back to back, they're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be yeah, a like, Michael Jackson. I'll give you era. an example. We went Ace of Base, All That She Wants. Okay, that's a jam uh-huh. from our childhood. Die for You, The Weekend. Yep. Michael Jackson, Pink, U two, Mariah, Bruno. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of our our style over here. Yeah, I love and, it. And I don't. I can't mess with it. Sometimes I'll switch songs around and get a, I'll get a little bit in trouble. Like, <laughs> my boss is like, please don't. If you were in charge of the music in here, mm-hmm. what would you be playing? Whether anybody liked it or not, like if there's no rules. Um, I would honestly, what I would love to do, to go back to kind of your other point, is I would love to actually have like one or two open slots an hour to feel. I think radio is so feeling, right? It's like... um. It's so live and connective, right? Yeah. It's like, what's the weather like? What song would feel good today with this, with the with the cloud cover? What song would feel good in the sunshine if it's raining? What song would feel good? So it's more like that. So it, it's not. I can't say what I would be playing specifically, but I wish that we had the option to kind of just have one give me an hour. So yeah. you go, this this feels right right now today. I don't know. I, I, who knows? Yeah. You know. Um, the guy from the band died, and I love that song, The Weight by the band, and he d- he died like two days ago, and I was thinking, man, that would be fun to spike that in today, just for fun. I mean, not fun because he died, but like— Bringing, yeah, out there and talking about it. It's happening. It's real. Tribute, and, yeah. And and sometimes, in my opinion, when you have things so programmed, um, it kind of hinders your ability to connect musically with the moment. Yeah. And that's just me being honest. I mean— you know, but what I, do you I mean by programmed? Like more just like programmed as in sets. Set. I can yeah. tell you. I can look ahead and spoiler alert. I can tell you what song we'll be playing at two fourteen on Sunday. Yeah. Where's the where? There's no r- wiggle room. There's no like. There's no freedom to change or to nothing. change it. And it's just the way my job is. And I'm not trying to like dig myself a hole here by talking about it. But it's just <laughs> it's just the way that it is. Yeah. And but, I so wish you want to be out there like that. I would love just the freedom once once a morning. Seriously. No, dream of mine. But even Christopher's always like, structure, Audrey. At least for right now. Like you said, this is where you're at and this is what you're doing. But if you could have just the liberty of speaking your mind without the consequences, wouldn't that be amazing? But obviously yeah. respectfully, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah and that's tough for me. So, uh, so, so my background, I did 10 years of alternative radio in Chicago. Then I worked for Howard Stern in New York. And... Uh, I was on Alt 98.7 down the hall when Ellen stole me for this show. And my background is not uh, coast yeah. type of stuff. So at first, you know, when, when it was me and Ellen, I had to really kind of like, okay, maybe those kind of jokes aren't meant for oh this Oh, my. I was just about to say, like, kind of looking at, like, your, even your old videos, I was like, he seems a little wild for the morning show. I, I was, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, he has, like, a very bouncy personality. I was like, this guy's on the radio at, like, 5 a.m. Like, he's kind of a little— I was like, how are they not, like, okay, calm down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> no, I, and I do get that. But I, I have to self-edit probably more than— Ellen does. That's me too. I was like, oh my God. But is it just because you like just being energetic or you have so much on your mind that you want to get out? Like, yeah, why? all of the above. I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind, I, I, you know, I'm, look, I don't have kids. I'm not married. Ellen's a mom. 
you know, there, there's different, you're at different places in life. You're literally like the wild child in here. That's it. I'm 42, but I feel <laughs> like I'm 30 and I still have like, you know, I still like making like perverted jokes and sex jokes. I love and, it. and like, so then I'm like, oh, I'm on ghost. I can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's, that's what I was saying. Like I was telling Christopher, I was like, it's very cool to see, obviously like the different radio stations and the different like way that each of you guys are talking. You guys are, like, you guys, for example, you guys are very calming. Like, when you're on your way to work and you're like, oh, I don't even want to be going to work, but mm. it's very calming, very soothing, and, like, different music. Versus if you go to work and you're bumping, like, I don't know, some hip-hop, you're like, all right, I could do this. It's just a different yeah. vibe. I don't know yeah. if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It totally does. <laughs> so, And I think that's our, that's our mission is to try to connect as best we can with everybody who's going through whatever everybody's going through. Because no. if you think about it, like, it trips me out sometimes. Like, I'll just be driving and think, like, I'll just, like, look over and think, man, what's the, that person might be driving to the hospital to visit a oh. sick relative. That person might be going to pick up his wife at LAX that he hasn't seen in a week. That person might be going to uh, visit their, what, babysit their grandson. Yeah, just like, anything. Like, going to school, resent, like, dreading going to work. That guy might be going to fire people at work. Yeah. Everybody's doing something that's so important to them. So how do we fit in? Right. And how do you how do you how do you connect with everybody at yeah. the same time? That's what I was going to ask you next. Is like obviously you guys being behind the mics and putting on not just a performance, but like what you said, like a movement to everybody's life. How do you or what's the best way that you guys have noticed that you've connected with your listeners? Obviously, them calling in and asking questions. But where do you get that feel? Like, yeah, does that make sense. It does, and I think it's from. Um, I think it's from vulnerabilities. I think that's our biggest connector. I think when, when um, we can show that we're sad about something, if we've had a, you know, whether it was like when Ellen's mom passed or, you know, and, and it doesn't need to be so, so extreme, but I think that um, people, I have found doing this that people love to lend a, sh a shoulder to cry on or a, a, they like um, people love to help. Yeah. Okay. So it's like when, whenever we show a vulnerability, it could even be something as simple as like, oh shoot, my dog chewed my couch. People like, they want to respond to that and be like, here's what I found helps. Like people love to help. That's awesome. So I think that's whenever we open up, um, about anything personally, I think it really resonates with people. I really do. Yeah, and and look, not everything's going to. Some people are like, "Who cares? I don't like dogs. I'm a cat person. Shut up. Stop talking about your couch. I don't care." Yeah, it's just reality. It's sad. I know, but, but it's, it's true. true. It's and totally I, and, true. And we understand that doing this, like, yeah, like, you have to come in here going. There are people that literally turn off the radio when they hear my voice. It's sad. It's I, true. I had literally like someone tell me that like I don't like your voice, but I'll go ahead and click that play for support. I was like, that's fine as long as you're yeah. helping me. Help and that's true though. And so so there's there's also that battle, right? It's like you wake up every day going, I know that no matter how hard we try to please everybody, there are people that just for whatever reason, they cannot stand me. They cannot stand Ellen. They can't, and that goes for everybody who does anything like this. It's yeah. just we're not your cup of tea, and that's cool. That's why there's options. You guys already feel like my friends, though, because you guys, like I said, even being so early, like you are, you guys are just so mindful that like everybody has their life. So you guys, like you said, whether it's negative or positive, you're just trying to be relatable. You know, that's it. It's that's it. What can you do? You know, I, I it's that's all you can do to the best of your ability, and and just hope that that. And Ellen and I, honest, I'm not just saying this. 
I wish we were in here together so you could see the dynamic, but I would be screaming more. What if she you was. <laughs> hear through the air is truly what we are. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shows and a lot of people that were sort of maybe plucked together and put together. Actually, there's not really here in LA. I think everyone here is pretty organic. Yeah. But I have done a lot of radio where I've watched program directors go, I like this person and that person. They don't know each other, but let's see if they're good together. Put them together. And it's not always doesn't hit. Yeah. The chemistry has to be right. And me and Ellen, we could not love and respect each other more. You can tell. Your guys' relationship just looks super fun. Like, I was just looking at, I believe, her Instagram yesterday, and you could just see how much life really goes on, how much you guys are laughing, how much you guys are, like, genuinely not just putting on a show. It's like a show, but with your friends. Mm-hmm. It's, it is. It's fun. It really is. It, it, that's a good way to put it. And— I will say, even hearing you say that just reminded me again of how lucky I am because I think about, um, I have a lot of friends, a lot of people that I know that they go to work and it's like, oh, they get two 15-minute breaks, they do this, they don't like the person sitting next to them. They, it's like, they don't, they don't feel fulfilled, I guess, mm-hmm. by the work and we get to feel fulfilled. Yeah. You know, and we get to do it with great people that yeah. we love. And when you respect. find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, Seriously. no, it's true. And I today am wearing uh, shorts and gym shoes and a black t-shirt. And this is dressing up. Usually I'm in a tank top and uh, like shorts with holes in them. I was scared like that I wasn't like dressed up. But then I was like, I was like, I'm t- <laughs> like I say, Christopher's like my everything. He's my brain. But I was just telling him, I was like, but there's a big part of me that wanted to, number one, walk into iHeartMedia. But I was like, but as myself, I didn't want to change. I didn't want to come you, off. You shouldn't have to. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> I guess that's the other perk to the job is like, we, you know, we can come in here at, you know, 4.30 a.m. kind of looking. You don't have to dress to impress. Yeah. Is my point. But like I said, it looks it's fun and it's comfortable. You guys are not just working something that you have to do. It's something you want to do at you being you. Mm-hmm. It's it's just awesome. It's yeah. super duper awesome. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go intro of how we even got started. So you've been with Coast for like seven years or eight years you're mentioning? Mm-hmm. 2015, which is what, eight? That's eight. So now in general, like when did you start just in this industry? Yeah, so um, I uh, interned. So I went to college for for radio. I picked a college called North Central College just outside of Chicago. It's in Naperville. They have a great radio program. They have a student-run college station called WONC that has won all these Marconi Awards. And it was kind of like the high, most highly touted college radio station in the country. And I that just spoke to me. When I, when I went to visit, I was like, this is what I need to do. My uncle did radio too. He did radio and TV. So I grew up to some degree, in TV and radio stations. So I think that I probably subconsciously had the bug in me from a young age. Like, just Super young. Like, there are pictures of me sitting on at the board at two years old in front of a mic. You know, so I think that being exposed to it, I just kind of fell in love with, like, the, mm-hmm. the overall element of this. Now, it's, what does it do for you? Being in front of a mic, do you just feel powerful? Do you feel like you're louder no, than what you are? it's like, not. It's not it that at all. No. And I'm going to go back to, to the rest of my origin, but to answer that, it's it's a gift. It's not about feeling powerful. It's not about ego. It's like, it's like again, going back to how how people are going through their mornings. It's, it's kind of, I feel so uh, privileged to be able to share that time with them. Yeah, and that's what gets me. That's what keeps me through. I think if it was a, if if it was about ego, if it was about 
power. Um, I would have. I, I don't think I would. I would love it. Yeah. Because that burns, man. I mean, how how that's not sustainable. You have to find the internal soul feeding part of this. Now, looking back at that that photo that you just mentioned, um, do you still feel like even then to now you still have the same charisma and just like want? Like, did mm-hmm. you feel it? Like, yeah. Like what? What? What yeah. did you want to be? Like this. A I, this is what I wanted to do. This is literally <laughs> what I wanted to do. So to answer your other question, so I went to college. Uh, it was eighteen, and I did my first college radio show. Um, one of the engineers at our college station had he used to work. Uh, I'm sorry. One of the graduates of our college now worked at this radio station I grew up listening to. It's called Q101. I know Q101. Yeah, and so. Uh, our radio guy, our pr- professor, put in a good word for me. I got in- hired as an intern at 18. This is crazy. And this is how it happened for me. And I'm not suggesting everyone do this because it's going to be different for everybody. Here comes the risk. I was ballsy as hell, and I should not have done what I did. Just knowing the politics and the way things work. Mm-hmm. So I had done a handful of college radio shows that were probably shitty at best. I'm talking terrible, right? Awful. But I thought they were good enough. So I yeah. put I had them on a CD and I walked into the program director's office, who's the man who calls all the shots. He decides who's on the air, what songs are playing, all this stuff, right? The PD in radio, the program director is kind of like, it's like uh, the, the great and powerful Oz, the man behind the curtain. You don't really approach unless you're summoned. Mm-hmm. Um, so I walked in and I said, I introduced myself. I said, hi, Tim. My name is Ryan Mano. I'm an intern. Uh, I'm 18. I love Q101. I do a radio show at WONC in Naperville. And this is my air check if you wouldn't mind listening to it. And I was nervous as hell. I was like probably shaking and who knows? It was crazy. And he said, sure, sit down, shut the door. And I was like, like, oh, "Oh, right. Oh, like now? We're going to do this now? (laughs) Um, So he put it on and he played like two minutes of it. And he said, I love your delivery. I love your style. I love your warmth. You start this weekend. And I was 18. And that's the station that I grew up listening to. And I was just like, I don't know. Okay, I guess this is happening. And you're like, I, I didn't know it was this fast. And it just happened. I'm sitting here like, I don't even mean to cut you off, but I'm sitting here with like the biggest smile and want to cry because I don't know if Coast has like super magic, but that's how I felt like meeting you and Karen because um, like I said, in episode nine with Wacko, he he knew that I'm new to this and super excited. So we were walking and Karen had to be like, um, in her studio, and he goes, "Do you want to say hi?" And I was like, "Oh, like right now, right, like right, right now. now, yeah." And then I walk in, and I I didn't even have my phone, or I didn't even think to take a picture because I was just so drawn to how new how she knew I was so excited, and she was like calming and comforting, like that's so awesome, like yeah, she's you know, the just best. Keeps going, and she, she even is. told me she goes, "If you go forward, um, I'll follow you on Instagram." But my energy was great. She didn't even like listen to my episodes and followed me right away. I just felt like. That's so awesome, like, just to do that. And even with you, I was like, what? Yeah. No, I mean— take a chance. That's all you can do. And, you know, if you—I don't know. I don't know how much of it's about timing and skill and luck. And I think it's a mixture of everything. Yeah. I really do. I think it's a lot of right place, right time. But I also think it's— And all about who you know, The chances we take, there's a good deal there, a lot of who you know. Yeah. But, look, I'm not going to lie to you. When—so I did radio there in Chicago for— know, 12 years, and then moved into TV. Um, I hosted a TV show on NBC in Chicago, and then um, we we did a show on Sirius XM, Howard Howard 101 for Howard Stern. But that ended, and I was, like, doing graphic design, 
and I had gotten out of radio. I didn't know you had yeah. that background. And so I wasn't doing radio, and I like really missed it. And my brother was out here doing mornings next door on my FM, and um, I just kind of felt like I was at a point where my life was like a relationship had just ended. I was kind of just like lost. I missed radio, and so I packed up as much as I could fit into my car, my 2008 white Toyota Camry, <laughs> and I drove to LA with no plan. So literally the way that I started at 18 was the way I restarted at, God, what's eight years minus 42? I, I'm bad at math. Uh, <laughs> Same. 34. Right? No. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I got here. Uh, uh, I pulled in on my 33rd or 34th birthday with no plan except Kevin, my brother, told me, you know, I'll connect you with Andrew Jeffries, who at the time was running the place he was our kind of our the head of all the programming. And he said, yeah, we'll, we'll get you plugged in, you know, on Alt 98.7. And um, I was like, great. Whew, thank God. I got a job. Okay, I just moved out here. But I didn't get a call back for like six weeks. I mean, what did you do in that six weeks? Just run around with your head cut off? Like, Literally, I was, I was on? doing like freelance graphic design jobs. I was, I was walking dogs. Just everything until you can get until what you I, be. And so I was back <laughs> at square one to, to claw my way back, back in here. I knew I belonged, obviously, because I had I had a pretty decent run. Was there in, any confidence drop in between that? Hell place? yes, really. And what what helped you like come and be like, no, I I could do this because I know. At the end of the day, I think I I have a pretty good sense of the psychology of radio, w- what our job is, and and I know. <laughs> look, I think, and I, I don't mean this to sound a certain way, but like you you don't. You don't have these sort of higher profile jobs for that long if if there's like if you're not at least somewhat good at it. Right. Right? So you have to remember like okay, I I know that I can still be at the top of this field being you. Yeah. And, and that that might make sense because like even with me still having just a normal job and this is basically me just trying, I always have to remind myself that I'm replaceable there, and if I want to do something that I know that, hey, this is me and I can be anywhere, I, I'd rather take that than yeah. knowing having that stress that totally. when someone doesn't think you're valuable, peace out. Well, and that's that again. So I, I don't want to come off like, oh, oh, oh no, I'm good, but I, but well, I. Well, you think, are good. No, no, no. Ryan. But listen, it's not about that. It's about it's about encouraging everybody who is good at what they know they're good at yeah. to follow that. That's my point. Yeah. So so, whatever it is that you know sparks that flame inside of you yeah don't stop following it Mm -hmm. don't even if it sucks even if you 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 get up and you get knocked down and you know you're looking i swear to god there was a day i remember sitting outside of a laundromat i called my dad and i was like i can't get this interview to happen i think i'm gonna drive home tomorrow i literally i'm done you're like, like I, there's, this isn't gonna happen here and i'm running out of you know i had money saved or else i wouldn't have been Uh. able to do it but i'm like I gotta get. I gotta start making some money. You're like, is this even really gonna happen for me? Yeah. Like- so I, I was, t- I was convinced I was driving home the next day. And my dad said, just give it a little longer. Uh, you know, and my mom too. They were both su- super supportive of me staying out here. And my brother and his sister, or my sister-in-law, um, Allie, shout out, she's former bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, I would stay with them. I would stay with. Um, I lived with Nikki Glazer, the comedian, for a minute on in this weird bed in a house in Santa Monica. Uh, I lived on a couch, my other friend Jade, um, and 
it just gets disheartening. I get and, scared that it's and, like delusion or you're just like, no, it's my intuition no, that I can do I it. can, and, but— And want to. But, you know, the reality creeps in. You go, I don't know. I just don't—time—I mm-hmm. know I can, but I just—I feel like it's not in the cards at this moment. Yeah. Right? But, I don't know, I stuck it out. I was encouraged by those around me to say, right, come on, don't be dumb. Is there anybody in particular, even still being in the industry, that you're like, I want to be similar to that style or I kind of want to be compared to that groove? Obviously, it's still original, but is there anybody in particular that's, I guess, mentored you or have you looked up to? I mean, yeah. And honestly, I'm not just saying this. There are people, it's everybody down this hallway. I really do feel like we have the best talent in this building. And I, I mean that. And it's a privilege to to come to work with them. And look, I'd be lying if I said we all don't, Oh, maybe we all, I can't speak for everybody, but I know myself. There are things that I see and like about the way certain people do certain things. So you borrow a little bit from everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Like, Stryker, shout out, Alt 98.7. I grew up listening to Stryker fill in on a show called Loveline with Dr. Drew. Adam Carolla was like the main host, but when Adam was out, Stryker would fill in. And I was like, I like the Stryker guy's style. He, He just... I liked, I gravitated yeah. toward him. And now I see him every day and that's cool. Yeah. That's, it's still cool. Like I'm still a fan, but he's a friend. I was just going to ask you, I was like, you, is there and I still tell people? Him, I tell him, <laughs> like, especially if we're out at events and I've had like two or three drinks, I'm like, Striker, I love you. Well, man. that's how I feel of being in front of you. Like just, <laughs> I'm telling you, you remind me of like how Christopher and I work together and like being in front of you, I was like, oh my God, he's so like human, like you're so, literally like you make me just feel like like if I've been sitting in here with you, like that's how you that's the vibe you guys. Well, that's give our off. job, right? Yeah. And, but it's also I think it's our job because it's who we are. Yes. So it goes. It's like a symbiotic sort of cycle thing. And I'll keep going down the hall. Big boy, I think big boy is he's so cool. He's a legend, and he's so fun <laughs> and so funny and quick. And if I could have half of his sharp wit and the quickness, oh could, yeah, it's like. Ugh! I watch him and I hear him, I you know, and I'm like, I wish I was that good. Right. Or a certain joke you just can't crack because you're like, no, nah, that's his it's, thing. I can't do it. No, I stole it. But I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I'm envious of everyone in this hallway for different things. Mm-hmm. Seriously. And it's, it is, I think, too, the, the greatest thing about, especially our cluster, because we do have a really positive kind of, uh, no one here doesn't get along. Yeah. And so when you have A, that, and then B, you have other people that, we all inspire each other. That makes you be better. When yeah. you push each other to be, be to be better. And I would be sad if you guys weren't all like frenzies because at the end of the day, you guys all focus on diversity. You guys all do different types of music. Yeah. You know, different types of people are listening. So if you guys behind that, I'd be like, how sad. It's just a performance. No, yeah. <laughs> it's And look, I can't speak for everybody that because I don't know. There are a handful of people that I don't know as well as I do others. Yeah. But I would venture to say that of the people here are here being themselves. That's amazing. That's like seriously the movement that it needs to be. Like, And we're fortunate to now even be able to live during this lifetime where we can. Because look at back in the day, like our parents or even their parents, it's so different. And like what you were talking about, like you wish that you even had just an hour to just go ahead and talk about when whatever and whenever mm-hmm. but that was impossible like yeah. at all like it was very restricted super now i paid attention a little bit but even before like there was a lot of even cursing like taking out cursing words and stuff and some were more loud like when did that even transition where some were okay some weren't oh that's funny and who chooses that <laughs> it's a fine line it's it's i've always heard uh it's an invisible line we can't tell you 
where the line is, but we can tell you when you've crossed it. Yeah. And so you just have to roll the dice. You have to... Um, I'm going to give you an example. The other day we were talking about, on the air, we were talking about men's um, underwear Mm -hmm. and how, I guess, men change their underwear sometimes more often than women do. Like, sometimes I'll put on new underwear when I get home because, I don't know, we'd sweat. And Ellen (laughs) said, said, uh, gosh, so you guys really do have sweaty balls. But I I was like, (laughs) I bleeped balls because my instinct kicked in going, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. But I don't. But I don't want it to become bad. Right. <laughs> I don't want like I don't want a mom driving her kid to daycare and being like, oh, we got a call being like, mom, what are sweaty balls? So oh I just God. chose to bleep it out of better judgment. So the point is there's no real rule book. It's mm-hmm. kind of just like, can you say son of a bitch? Yeah. Should you? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like you just have to kind of know your audience, know your station, know the context. Mm-hmm. And look, we can get away with a lot more in the five o'clock hour than we can in the seven o'clock hour. Yeah, because most of the time people are just zombies and just And there's like, no okay. kid, the kids are sleeping still. Mm-hmm. So seven, we're driving kids to school. We're not going to talk about... Crazy stuff. That, those are mostly right? moms and young adults and like you, listening. you have to be mindful of the time of morning and yep. who's exactly doing what. What time's the bell ring at school? Eight. Oh, five. Who's in the car? Okay, so after eight, then you can go back to getting a little looser with mm-hmm. what you're doing. But During lunch hour, a little bit more hype, right? Yeah. But yeah. It's so, just the feel of the day. Yes. And yeah, t- so to answer your question w- in terms of the content and the, you know, cursing or whatever, it's like, I don't know. All it takes, though, is for, you know, somebody to become deeply offended and then send it to the FCC. Look, there are a couple things we can't talk about. You can't talk about... Uh, excretion you can't talk about like bathroom stuff like graphically right and you can't talk about insertion graphically (laughs) those are like literally the two rules and i think that's okay yeah easy to follow and so if you don't do that and you just keep the other stuff mindful like you're gonna be okay yeah there's no there's no rule book is my point yeah just think with your heart pay attention to the reaction that's huge huge because that's i guess that's always what i've done like i've been able to fortunately most of my life to just speak my mind and i know with my crazy personality a lot of it's out of pocket but i pay attention to the reaction because instantly i know how to say sorry so i was like hey that's not me it was me being funny but it's not funny gotcha you know what i mean and that's good that you can acknowledge that you have to you have to be able to do that exactly because it's just respecting boundaries a lot of times it's so funny i think a lot of times and ellen i think made this point the other day how um we you know we people that listen and consume what we do they're called listeners right but really I think one of the, the kind of the characteristics of this job is you, we have to be the listeners. Right. Because you can't, here's my thing, is always you can't have, whether you're interviewing Kelly Clarkson or you're just talking to uh, Tim and Corona going to work, it's the same. You can't have your next question ready while they're sharing because that means you're not listening. Right. You ha- it has to be a dialogue. It has to be just like you sit down with your friend over dinner. You're not going to go... Um, so tell me about how things are going with your girlfriend. He answers and then go, 
How's work? Like, that's not how we talk. Right. It's a conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah. You have to react to what they said. I'm so glad that you're saying this to me because I, like, needed this confirmation because I know everybody— because I'm very wild, like, with my mind and my heart, but it's with good intentions. And I was like, I can't write things down. It's just the way I work. Sometimes I do, but I, I don't like structure. I don't either. Sense. A lot of people— I don't. But a lot of people do, and a lot of people— you know, everybody's different in the like way. They just that, want to talk, you know. Yes, I mean? <laughs> and a lot of people need a lot of prep on on guests, and I, I don't, I never do. I just, just go. how are you? That yeah. start there, and then trust me. Seriously, it will go where it's supposed to go. And you just talk about what that's you talk it. about. Yeah, whatever comes to mind, and just being mindful. Yeah, and the feel of the conversation. I guess that's it. Yeah, and and so if you're ready with your next question while they're still talking, guess what? You're not listening. You're thinking about your own thoughts. That's and then, it. Yeah, no. And 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 that doesn't. To me, that's like the biggest red flag and like strike because you can tell too, as a listener, as a consumer of audio, mm -hmm. you can tell when that person isn't listening. Yep. And so I think a lot of people say like, oh, you know, how do you talk? It's not even the talking that's important. It's, it's who listening. you're talking to. And it's listening. That's yeah. a bigger part than us talking mm -hmm. is the listening. Because if you're not listening, you don't know what to, to respond to. Right. Because then you're just like... Like a wall, I guess. Someone's giving you, like, their heart and their mind and what's on their mind, and you're just not even giving, like, a care that they're doing that. Completely. You know what I mean? That's it. Because it's as easy as, like you say, when you—well, a lot of people say it, a simple hello can turn up somebody's day. So just even a simple conversation, hey, mm -hmm. what's up, can literally get somebody out of their shell just to talk about their mind or yes. whatever they're going through. Yeah. And it's crazy. We, we, I, we read something the other day to that point that— um, like by doing one kind deed to somebody, on average, has a domino effect to reach 125 people. So if let's say, I 125. Yeah. So like yeah. if I bought you a coffee, that would inspire you to be like, God, that was so nice. I'm gonna um, say hi to Janet today and make her day. Yeah. And it, like the, it webs out, right? But just by doing one kind thing, you, on average, not every time, but but a lot of times, it's gonna touch 125 people just for one simple kind mm -hmm. act. I think even now it's becoming more like admirable like seeing like wow that person's so real i want to be like them look at how much positive things are happening for them yeah maybe i got to start too like the domino effect mm -hmm. that's awesome that's well, seriously so awesome now in your lifetime uh, lifetime but in your experience doing the show what has been the most like sentimental thing that you've grabbed and you're just like so thankful that you're gonna take it forever Oof. Proudest thing, I guess. Uh, okay, so, um, you know, as much as I would like to say what I'm doing now, I think that it would be, do I did a show with my brother um, for like five, six years in Chicago, and it was called The Mano Program. We grew up listening to Q101. We got to do it together, knowing how proud my parents were to tell their friends, you know, our sons are on the radio, and they would tell strangers. I mean, it's like bragging parents you know they that's just that's as old as hey, time but you guys gave them something to be proud about yeah and i think to me ooh, might get emotional but i think <laughs> to me yeah definitely at least that's what you're doing to me and other people that are listening like i'm getting emotional because honestly ryan like i said like i i personally like felt your energy like just with the small not small but listening to your voice not even knowing and it's been so inspiring like knowing that there's also somebody like me them like me I'm sorry me like them yeah. just doing what I want to do and 
I don't know. You guys are definitely, you in particular, are giving something great. Something, That's really sweet of you. No, seriously. Like mentor, but also friend vibe, I guess. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. But look, here's the, the simplicity of it. And I think we complicate things. And this is why, going back to my story about walking into that program director's office with a CD, taking a chance, going, I don't know if I should be reaching out to this person, but what, the, what's going to happen? They're going to say either that's no. That's what I thought about with Right? You. It's like, what's the worst that's going to happen? But the simplicity of it, let's not complicate it. You reached out and said, hey, can, would you want to be on my podcast? I know Wacko and Karen Sharp gave me a hug. And I was like, yes. It's not complicated. <laughs> why, why make it all challenging? This is just, it's people doing life. And if we can intersect in ways, then screw it. Let's do it. That's why when you were talking about when you walked in and was just like, hey, my name is Ryan. I'm 18 years old. And I was like... Yeah, that's that's how you do it. Just yeah. confidence and you believe in yourself. Because what's the worst that can happen? And, I know, and, and, yeah. and it's not even <laughs> just about media or radio jobs. It's about whatever anyone who's watching this or listening to this is thinking. Whatever is holding you back from doing the thing you want to do, mm -hmm. what is the worst that could happen by trying to take the chance? Or even for yourself. Sometimes you just need to hear your own thoughts. Like there's a lot of people that has told me that they've wanted to always start a podcast. And I was like, why not? I talked to so many people who say that. Yeah. And I was like, why not? Even if you have four listeners, you have four people that support you. And like, I love that person's mind. You don't even have to like that person's voice, but look at them being behind a mic. Yeah. And listen, here's, here's what I'm going to say to that. So it's, 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 I would equate it to like um, cooking, right? Like Wolfgang Puck didn't just go, hey, I want to be a chef, but I'm not going to do it because I can only feed four people. Right. Like you have to start. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Well, it's like what you said. Your parents were so proud of you and your brother. Like, oh my God, they have a, a show going on. Those four people are going to do that for you. Hey, my friend. Oh, hey, yeah. my brother, you know? But also it's not even, it, I would take it a step further and say it's, it's, okay, so if those four people then turn into eight people or turn into 16 and multiply, but, but if you don't start... How? What do you think? It's just going to happen? Mm -hmm. I literally say this all the time. It's more of the art of creating versus the outcome. Because at the end of the totally. day, you have so much confidence in yourself. Like I, I personally would never want to lose that because I know what it yeah. feels like to not be there. Yeah. So, And I think it's a lot like maybe relationships too. It's like this kind of is a weird thing to say. And sometimes people look sideways at me. But I had a, a pretty public marriage fail to a coworker who still works next door. That sucked. You know, but, and she and I are now on decent, good terms, but it's, that was a lot. That was a lot to, to go through that publicly. And, but it gives you, your failures give you more lessons than any success ever will. And, and, and that's for career, profession, personal life. If you're going through a breakup, trust me, you're going to learn way more about what you want for your next person and how to be way happier. How did you get the strength, like, publicly? Because, like I said, I have a lot of I didn't. support I, right I now. I didn't. Ellen, uh, Ellen, Kay, Darlene, my family, some friends, coworkers here who understood and didn't. They were just so supportive. It's still confidence of talking about your life. Yeah. Personally. And listen, it's everybody's timeline is different for healing. Everybody heals differently. Everybody copes differently. Everybody, um, you know, it's it's not there's not a one size fits all mm -hmm. plan here. So you're, what you're gonna end up feeling could be great one day and really crappy the next day. Yeah. And there's no 
you know, there's, there's no timeline. So, mm-hmm. so, so don't, don't be afraid to let yourself feel sad or get discouraged. And, but just know, I'm telling you, and it's never not been this way. You're going to come out assuming you're dedicated and committed to it. You're going to come out a lot better. Yeah. I mean, there is light at the end of the tubble or whatever they say, the rainbow after the storm. Like, because there really is. Even if you change your whole life, like, you're a whole different version of yourself. And that's something that you also get to experience, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a lot, but it's it's good. But you use your what your passion is to keep going. And that's the kind of like what I asked you. Like, how do you turn it off behind the mic? How do you, like, not stage your voice, but like, like you said, you don't. Because then people are really going to understand you. And look, there, realize your vulnerability. There, yes, and, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. There are, and there have been, and there probably will continue to be. I think all of us um, have things that are either weighing on our mind a certain morning more than others. Mm-hmm. But you can't, you can't sit there and talk about everything that's bothering you. Otherwise, who the hell wants to listen to that? Yeah, it's just right? like, but okay, like sad story forever. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, but the big thing. I mean, like you know, Ellen's son. She misses him when he moves away to college, and but yeah. she still comes in and puts on a brave face. She'll mention it, mm-hmm. but it's not. We're not going to sit here all for five hours all morning, as much as she might like to. Or I might yeah. console her and do it. We also have to be mindful of. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Show goes on. <laughs> Show goes on. Yeah, well, life goes on too. Yes. Like, it doesn't have to just be that conversation. It's like what they say, focus on the positive. Yes, all this is horrible happening, but let's also talk about the good things that are happening, you know? And when you do that, this is kind of like that chicken or the egg type thing. You'll find that a lot of times it brings you to a, it lifts you up. Now, what do you think came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know how to answer it. I really don't. I've been trying to for the past 29 years. God, that's a good question. I feel like I was even thinking that right out of the blue. I kind of feel like <laughs> the egg did. Right? But then who laid the egg? Well, did science, I feel like sometimes maybe science like has like maybe in some pool of primordial ooze was able to fuse together some, I don't know. Something. Something. In my head, it's literally like a okay, something but then, appeared. Okay, so a chicken <laughs> just showed up? Yes. It's literally have been my final answer this whole time. I was like, I think it chicken just out of nowhere magician i don't okay <laughs> I, that seems Houdini really style. different hey uh, what if that is we don't know we don't know yeah you're right we don't know. we really don't it could be totally like that or even worse or maybe an alien dropped it off i don't know that's a good question i don't it's know it's a great question it's probably the hardest question i've been asked in a long time seriously that's like the I hardest have, you answer <laughs> hear that phrase but you never really give it like the thought that it deserves <laughs> but those are the kind of questions and answers, I guess, that, like— Why is this called organized clutter, clutter by That's way? where I was going with it. That's it, kind of what it, I assumed. Yeah, th- exactly. So I have so many different questions and so many different answers that I feel like it's everywhere. So my slogan to myself is, my life is a shit show. Not necessarily meaning that it's bad. It's just I have so many thoughts everywhere, and I just want to make it together so people get to see it's me. So it's it's organized, but it's— it's definitely clutter. Like, yeah. I have a plan, but I kind of need to put it together. Yeah. So, and the donut, literally, no meaning behind it except I like donuts. <laughs> there you go. Good. But it's me. Like, everybody knows. Like, I just, I want to give everything. And that's exactly where it's going. I wouldn't say where it's at, but where it's going. Good. Yeah. What about you? Like, do you have anything on your own that you're pursuing right now? Any podcasts? Any individual shows? Just, or this is your life right now? This is my life. And I... I'm grateful for it, and uh, I mean, a lot of work goes into making this show this show. Mm-hmm. We're a small team, the smallest team in the building. There's three of us. 
Yeah. There's seven next door, 12 next door, 13 down the hall. Is it harder to work with more people than um, a shorter? Because I feel like yeah, with I so think, much personalities. I, it's- I think creatively it's harder. I think that though, like, um, I don't know the right word, but like uh, the 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 ins and outs of it, the stuff we need, like, you know, I mean, we do our we do our newscast every every morning. Top stories at the top of the hour. This doesn't just show up. This is I write this every night for, mm-hmm. for this is our newscast. Like I'm looking at Ellen's desk and I can see like little notes and stuff. I was like, yeah. this is real. This like, is this written is real every cool. night. Two pages of of mm-hmm. news written in Ellen's voice. So it like so I think by having a bigger team, you can have people that kind of take some of these things off your plate. Yeah. Uh, so on a smaller team, we're just like in we're just down in it. Everything yeah. that gets done, everything happens right here. That's Collaboratively it. organized clutter. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, point being, I bring that up because I, I don't, as much as I would love to, you know, do like a, I don't know, like a weekly podcast about wrestling or whatever with my friends or something like yeah. I I'm very mindful of what I take on. In terms of projects and stuff, because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to burn out. Yeah, know? dipping your hands in everywhere. Yeah, when you know you I read the other day everything. that we all we only get uh, an hour and twelve minutes of me time per day, and I'm like, I'm lucky to get that. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, you know? I get and get paid I, for it. Like that's your me time with you talking, right? This is your favorite thing. I'm talking me time, like oh, where, personal, like at home, like just like whatever you need to do. Watching TV, watching sleep. TV, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. And so our me time is getting less, and I think we have to protect it more. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, we work hard uh, on this show. And thank you for taking some of your me time. <laughs> I know pleasure. you've been up so early. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, the alarm is not. You Your never feet. get used to it. A lot of people are like, <laughs> oh, you've done mornings for 20 years. You must be so used to it. It's like. Like, I don't want to. Do you ever get used to someone slamming a door on your head? Heck no. But, and I mean, and I'm not trying to be a downer, but I swear to God, and Ellen says this a lot too, the the thing, it's so weird. It's like this crazy thing that that when you're laying in bed, kind of even groaning, like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Uh, The what makes you get up is to think about the fact that Ellen's alarm is going off and that Darlene's alarm is going off and that we're all going to do this together. And that when we get here, the lights are on, the music's thumping, we're on the phone with Los Angeles. It's like, if you just remember why you're doing this, uh, it helps. And Plus, it's amazing to surround like, yourself like a cold shower. Yeah. It does. It wakes me <laughs> it up. It wakes you up. It <laughs> I just going to say that. But surrounding yourself with people that get it, surrounding yourself with people that also want it, you're just like, okay, that's my motivation. Exactly. I feel like that's what I get from you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we do for each other. Mm-hmm. And there are days, like any team, sports team, whatever team, that maybe one of us is going to be, oh, we were at the Dodger game late last night. I'm going to rely on you guys a little bit more today to kind of like – drag it out of me mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of like it's a tricycle and all the not all the wheels are always going to be full yeah one day you know it's just inevitable yeah. you're going to need the other person a little bit more than normal now all of you guys keep each other afloat what like have you seen the movie um inside out i haven't you haven't no. like with all the little emotions no and i know stuff? i know what they are yeah uh, but i haven't seen it well i, I haven't seen I a lot of movies really I, I, I get less than an hour of me time every day. That, that's true. There are times where I would like to just <laughs> sit there. 
Yeah. yeah whatever you want. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. it's, it's not like I'm, of course it's fulfilling. It is. But I'm still here doing something. Something. That requires effort. That requires effort. Yeah. And sometimes I just, like everybody. Yeah. Like, like I everybody. Wish, wants I could to just come home disappear for a little and bit. Just Take off your bra and your whatever and just yep, lay on the couch me. and just do what do nothing. Or it's like those drives where you don't even want to play the radio and you just sit there in silence. You're like, I just yes. want to just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the silence. Totally. Enjoy the silence. I told myself, Am I lonely or am I finally enjoying the silence? Mm. And now that's my me time now. I start having those thoughts of what I want to do, how I want to progress. And that's more empowering than being sad about what I used to have. Now it's like what I want to have. Yeah. And that's that's the drive that I want to do. Yeah, but that's awesome. It's awesome. Like it I, I enjoy it very much. And I'll give you another example. So we, um, uh, when I, so the other studio is right here. So as soon as we're done, I go and I switch, I manually switch the studios over so that Carrie Steele or Letty Beer, whoever's on, that studio becomes live. Only one of these can be live at the same time. And when mm -hmm. I come in every day, without fail, and I go from this, hold on. This is what it sounds like. So, so then every day I go do it, and I come back, and I go. And we all just look at each other and go. Because <sighs> the, the, you're, you're allowed to just come down. Right. By you know, music or podcast. It's a come down. It's kind of like any performance. It's, a, you know, it's mm -hmm. a, a band's playing. Yes, you love it, but... Just like, taking that meditation. Just take a, take a breath. You're just taking just it all take in. take a breath, yeah. But kind of going back to what I was asking you about the little emotions, I wanted to know, how would you describe everybody's personality effort? Not like what they do as far as like, oh, I'm the editor, yeah, or yeah, on the yeah, yeah. topics. Everybody's personality in that tangent, like the little emotions. Yeah. Like you're the hyper one, I'm assuming. Of course. The wild one. What about... Your co-hosts okay. and everybody. So I don't know what the other emotions are, but I'm just going to assign them. Um, <laughs> Ellen is the nurturer. She's very the, mom vibe. She's the mom. She's the nurturer. She will and like, loves you guys. Like, like today, out for you. Um, she came in and she's like, Ryan, I brought you a banana. Please eat it. You know, like she like this is like that's what she does, right? Because yeah. she knows that I'm like I'm not going to go out and just have a banana. Yes. So I, if I'm going to uh, get a banana, it's coming from Ellen because she needs me yeah. to have a banana. She looks out for you. Yeah, uh, Darlene. I would say is, God, I could come up with so many for Dar. Um, she's she's the creative. She's the, cre I think we all are creative, but but Ellen and I have to, when we're doing the show, focus on a lot of like, like this is happening. Dar is able to kind of um, free think a little bit more because mm -hmm. she's not, worried so much about the execution right so she'll be like guys what if we tried this and like she'll introduce something that's like yes that's cool though because then she's like hearing you guys talk grabbing a little bit of her own thoughts that's behind it. it and she's like hey how can i make this better it's exactly. kind of like it's the icing she's the icing on the cake mm -hmm. i know that's not one of the emotions from inside out but no that what she's is it? that she's she's just that charismatic person that's just like Always looking for more, right? I, at least that's what I that's get. That's it. That's it. Looking She's for always more. looking for ways to make things better. Yeah. And a lot of times when you're doing a live radio show, you have to make your pitch uh, to each other. If I think, oh, this is going to, this would be so much better this way. If I just did this way, Ellen, hear me out. Or Dar does this. We have sometimes 30 seconds to make that pitch mm -hmm. and decide yes, 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 no, yes, like vote, veto, approve. Right. And 
I feel so like you, you guys trust each other, we, though. And just we do. To, just, and, and we okay, do. Okay, go and, for it. See you have it to <laughs> You have to trust each other to be able to do it on the fly and go, ah, yep, yep. And, by the way, put your pride on the shelf. Because if you think, yes. okay, this is going to— I feel like this would sound better this way. But if if they say something, you're like, ah, yes. Mm-hmm. You have to stay open. My therapist actually shared that with me. She said, it's okay to say the I word. Like, hey, I think this would be a good idea, blah, blah, blah. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. Because you're just open to the, obviously, other opinions. Because look, they can either make it greater or you can be a little bit more mindful about something that you were thinking. I think it's awesome. Just like I said, pay attention and engage in people's thoughts. and. Or like I said, or look out for them because it could it could totally be a bad idea. It but, could. Yeah. And trust me, again, going back to the things that teach us the most, it's the bad ideas, it's the failures, it's the struggles that you're going to get the most from. And so when you have a really crappy idea and everyone here, there's nothing worse than letting them down. If you're like, <laughs> that sucked. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, that, I, that sucked. Yeah. And you're like, I changed then you're like, it. I blew it. <laughs> I overrode it and it sucked. But like you said, if you trust them enough for them to know what your intention was, they'll be like, it's okay. We can and we pick it pick back it up, up here. And we, yep, yeah. And we'll do it better. But Or play it yeah. off. We, we love it too. Like <laughs> It happens all the time. Now, I have a funny question that I've always wanted to know for anybody on the radio or behind a mic. Do you ever, like, you know how they make videos of like intrusive thoughts? Like, oh, they're looking at a view, like jump, jump, jump. Do you ever get like a thought and you like let me just say this mm-hmm. every day <laughs> like you have to hold something back every and it's day. not even something that you care about every day can you give an example a weird one <laughs> and for no reason they just like like you said just jump off but you're like i don't want to jump off <laughs> yeah i i feel I like they're usually funny <laughs> i can't i can't give you an example i have one in my head but it's so offensive that why <laughs> no i just can't uh, but they happen, right? And they you happen have to like, all the tell time. yourself, like, why? <laughs> they happen all the time. Like, okay, I'll give you, this has, this is, uh, see, this isn't one, but like, it sort of is. So there's that whole scandal about Lizzo and all the stuff that oh, yeah. she was at, like, apparently allegedly asking, allegedly asking the dancers to do at that club. And I, there are thoughts that want to just. You want to like comment <laughs> or say it, say it. <laughs> yeah, like, I can't, and I can't say it. I'm yeah. not going to say it right now because people are so sensitive about certain things. But, but you have to like. Yeah. And not only that, with uh, everybody's sensitivity, like you said, but also like, hey, what do my, what do my, what does my team think? I, I, or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's intrusive. Yeah, it's confidence. Yeah, it's ballsy. But then you're like, hold on, wait. No, we're a yeah. team. <laughs> no, I can't. And I can't do it. You just yeah. can't do it. It's better. And I've learned this through the years. Um, if you want, if you want um, people to, you know, stay with you and support you and you know just you just have to stay mindful of of everybody and mm-hmm. your team and the people that are sharing the morning with you in their cars at home at work wherever it's like while something could be funny to five people is it worth it yeah is it worth the laugh right is it worth it and so- then it makes something more like intimate with your friends and your family to share only certain things versus publicly because I don't know I feel like even with being a public figure like you said like it's just you got to be mindful that you can give yourself but not your whole self you know totally and I I find that a lot of times too it's like you know because I've been doing this for so long and and let's just say my girlfriend Carla you know she she wakes up super early she'll listen in the five we share pretty freely about a lot of things 
and she'll be like, ugh, did you really have to say that? Like, yeah. Because that's, it's normal to me, mm-hmm. but you have to be mindful of the people in your life that are like, hey, uh, didn't really need you telling everybody that. <laughs> so it's like, you gotta, you gotta, oh shoot, yep, you're right, yeah. so sorry. Exactly. Um, I also wanted to ask you, and I don't know if it throws you off, I doubt it will, but I wanted you to ask me some questions because it's my dream to be interviewed mm-hmm. by somebody. Okay, what do you want to do? Tell me. You tell me. What do you want to do? Like in life? Yeah. This. Literally okay. this. Like I just, I go far back as to when I was little. Like I've always told myself, like I believe my voice means something. And to a lot of people, why me just always express, expressing my opinion. And it's always been my opinion. I've never said like it's facts. It's never been anything. I just knew that like my voice was always for just to be an outlet and whether it's talking about like I'm relatable to other people or even just being an ear to listen. Like I feel like the radio itself was always so cool to me because not only you guys are doing your thing as professionals, but you're also letting people that want to eventually be that professional be inspired. So having your guys' personality and watching the different people doing it, I was like, wow, like I get to pick and choose. Yeah. So I don't know. I've been in many transitions in my life where it was still the same dream. And that's the only thing that like got me out of it. You know what and I mean? So, okay. So, so when you say do this, do you mean, do you mean, um, make this podcast into uh, a daily thing that is your career? Yes. Like okay. sitting in Ellen's chair right now. Like I was saying even before that, I was like, I don't even feel deserving of that because I want to, I want to really get there based off of me. I'm still learning sure. right now. So I, I, I want to be on the radio. I know that for a fact because. Like I said, it's so raw, it's live, and it's you, and you're just paying attention to your listeners. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's exactly, yeah, okay. I'm convinced. And then, so, okay, so so you asked me a little bit, like, what, and I understand that you just said, I've always felt like my my voice, you know, mattered or was an outlet, but, like, mm-hmm. when did you feel like this is for you? Like, I, how, when did you know that this was something you really wanted? I figured... And I would say figured because it just started to like, I don't know if it was signs or just good karma. I just noticed that the people that I was trying to get through to the most, it's like it was like talking through like a big, like a brick wall. And I just believed in my words. And I would say even as early as middle school, because I had a lot of like things happen with friendships and like my parents. And when I was trying to get through to them on like how I was feeling or how other people is feeling, how it's impacting, like I just felt like I couldn't get through to them, but it wasn't over for me. I was like, maybe I'm not getting through to this person, but I know that Mm. I can probably get through to more. It's interesting. So it's just, I don't know. I just had, I wouldn't say confidence. It just, it was a literal intuition. Do you have confidence? I do. I do like and it's not in like a not humble way it's more like I know what I'm here for I know what my purpose is and if it's just to help somebody like smile or even open their eyes like it makes me feel good yeah Yeah. that's good did you get in trouble a lot in school oh yeah but it was mostly for talking (laughs) I was very smart but I never wanted to like stop talking because I I don't know I just I feel like it means something yeah that's good Mm -hmm. very vocal so what okay so let me ask you this then what if you are at that place with everything that you own in your 2008 Toyota Camry and calling uh, one of your parents and saying, I am driving back home tomorrow. This isn't going to happen. I I think it might, I can't do it. So like, what do you, what happens if you face that line in the sand? 
it's it's crazy that you asked me, and I don't think even a lot of people know this about me, is um, I didn't have that option. Even as a kid, I didn't have that option to be able to speak with my parents or oh. even speak about my, my personal life. So now being able to have the outlet where I feel like it's motivational, I guess, or like an example, like, hey, even though you have that background, it's never, never something that you shouldn't have the confidence to speak out. And even if it's not about your life, just speaking. But okay, so, so I was silenced, I guess, my whole life. You know what so I mean? Interesting. It is because I literally it, it's so crazy. And, I, and during episode eleven, um, my friend Kehlani came on, and she goes, "It's such a difference. Like knowing you as a kid, everybody was always like, shut up, Audrey, shut up, Audrey.' Because I was just so hyper and excited. But now everyone's like, oh, okay." What, Audrey had this in her head. I was like, yes, it's always been there. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's not annoying. Now it's like, okay, confidence. All right, let's take the the, the parents thing away from it. Like, yeah. So, so that moment, though, if you, I don't know, because it happens to a lot of us, right? It's yeah. It's probably happening to a lot of people right now. Maybe the spark? They feel, no, they feel like uh, this, maybe I hang this up. Maybe I stop doing this. So, like, if, if that, if you get to that crossroads, right, in your head, mm-hmm. what do you do? What do you? What would you decide to do? Like to continue? Yeah. If you feel like if you took some pretty hefty losses and some hits, mm-hmm. what do I do? Maybe people said no, we're gonna pass, or no, it's not. I don't know. I've always had that. Like, okay, well, I'm gonna even prove me wrong. Like, just keep going. Good, like, good. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because, like, I don't know what has always just like pushed me on, on like my own. I've been able to always be able to connect with anybody, even if it's someone that I just met or someone sitting on the side of the street. I like to remind myself and other people that they're human. And yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. I, I get that a lot too. It's like, um, I don't know. I like just talking to people mm-hmm. randomly. And I, um, we were walking and uh, there was this guy with a cake and a cake carrier. He's coming out of the uh, mm-hmm. Culinary Institute in Pasadena down the street from where I live. And I was like, hey, that's a nice cake. Did you make that? Right? And my girlfriend's like, you don't, you literally don't have to engage with everybody. I was like, but, why not? but I'm curious. I want to know if he made, it's a, it's a great fucking cake. Yep. Or even something you already know the answer to, just point it out to, I don't know, to throw somebody off and be like, oh, what the heck? I, I say this all the time. There's somewhere where I'm in the background in somebody's house in a picture, like putting a churro in my mouth or like I w- walked up to someone in a certain way and now they're talking about me at home. Like this random girl came up yeah. to me, you know? Yeah. I would rather be in that story as something that threw them off, but positive sure. versus like, oh man, I ran into Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Give some, like, I don't know, a purpose of being here. So yeah. I don't know. It's fun. It's super duper fun. It is. And yeah, I enjoy it. It's just well, good. Keep doing it. I'm I'm encouraging you. And look, I, you know, you just did it. The you did it. I feel like the organic right way. By the way, Thank and you. if again, I can't underscore this enough. Like if anyone's listening or watching this, and they're like, "How do I even start?" Yeah, I don't know. Just start. You just start. I literally had just no start. idea. Start. Reach out to someone, even mm-hmm. if you think they might not respond, and maybe they won't. Yeah. But what if they do? Exactly. And and you can't even. You can't wait for it. I I, ex- I give this all the time. A lot of people have been asking me like how I've been getting the interviews that I do. And I literally say, I don't know. I've messaged these people either months ago or that same day. Like you replied like right away. And I was like, oh my God, is this real life right now? But it took time and things happen when they do, when you just let it go and just 
be you. Yeah. And it's it's going to move whatever direction that's meant for you, I yeah. personally believe. Good. Yeah, same. Yeah. You'll know when it's not, and you'll start to feel it in every ounce of your bone. That's mm-hmm. I, I, At least for me, that's what I've been doing. Good. So it's fun. It's definitely fun. I get now why this is called organized clutter after this. Yeah, it's everywhere, right? Hour and ten, <laughs> 70 minutes. I, I'm, I, it's, I, now I understand it. It's conversation. That's really yeah. what it is. Because if it was programmed, it's not going to be fun. Because then I'm going to get used to the routine. I'm going to get used to the just same conversations and interviewing. And I was like, but it's not the case. Like, I'm in front of people that literally I don't relate to, but I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to find things that I can relate to. Like, oh, cool, you're breathing me too. Like, even as simple as that. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like, there's always at least one thing you have in common, even if it's down to just the breathing comment. So just respect it and have fun with what you can, you know? I love it. Yeah, read the room. Read who's in front of you. Read the room. Oh, can I give one more thing before we finish this? Okay, so... A lot of times if I like speak to radio classes or maybe someone's watching this because they want to get into this, Mm -hmm. um, this is true. It's For me, this is what I found is true. Um, A lot of people, when they get into radio, I find they focus more on the mechanics of, oh, this button does this. I'm going to be a good editor or a good this. Mm -hmm. If you want to be successful, look, and you can pan this room with that camera. We are in a very small room. And we're in this room for five hours every day. Yep. Okay, that's what? 25 hours a week. Actually, six hours because we stay an hour after and do more stuff. So that's 30 hours a week in feet, mere feet from each other. Two, three feet. The number one thing, you can be as good as you want on buttons and editing and all this stuff. If you're not someone people want to spend 30 hours trapped in a tiny room with. You're going to feel it. <laughs> you're not going to succeed. Right? You literally, like you just said, read the room. Read it. Number one thing, if you want to do this, be somebody people want to be around. Yes, the ultimate participator. Like, okay, I, I can go with this energy. I can, yeah, you know what I mean? You'll know when to move and you'll know when to stay. Read the room. Read the room. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's career advice. It is. Because... If you're someone who's like, oh, God, this guy again. Every morning with this fucking guy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no one wants that. Yeah. Right? So you got to come and be for it, be with it, Mm -hmm. bring it. Elevate the vibe. Feel the room. If someone's sad, lift them up. If someone needs a minute, give them a minute. Mm -hmm. Be a breathing participant in these walls. Yep. Exactly. A breathing participant. Yeah. No, but Ryan, I can't even tell you how much I don't even want this moment to end because of how fun it was. Just Invite even- me back. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I keep doing this forever. I gotta go let my dog out, but... Right? Yeah. <laughs> we'll say hi to your dog. I will. Penny. No, Love it's... Penny ser- Pie. <laughs> Shout out Penny. Uh, but no, seriously, like, I am very grateful to, number one, you allowing me to, to say that I'm like recording an episode with you. That's just an honor in itself. And for you taking the time to talk to me. I don't know. It's an honor for me to be asked. So I guess it goes both ways. And I mean it. Thank you. Yes, seriously. No, but you are definitely like I was sharing with Chris, definitely a mentor of mine because you definitely set the example to me that don't turn off who you are. You can Mm. be fun even at five in the morning. Just somebody at five in the morning will be like, okay, I needed this energy. And that's what I also want to do. So you are making that impact, whether it's me or anyone else. I need you to know that. Like you're doing a really, really thing. And I can feel like your heart, like with it, like you were perfect to work for (laughs) iHeartRadio. You really do. You do it with a lot of love. He's definitely the same person that you see on TV and on the radio. Like, I immediately felt that as soon as I 
like as soon as I texted you, I was like, oh my God. Like, I, I don't know. I'm grateful. Thank very, you. And I am grateful. too. I appreciate those words and I appreciate you having <laughs> me on, really. And I I'll come back you. anytime. Thank you. If you are interested in um, following Ryan, where can we find you? What's the um, best? I updates? deleted Facebook. Uh, I hate Facebook. Um, I am on threads, ha- haven't threaded. Uh, it's I have hard. X. <laughs> Uh, I think the last thing I did was retweet a picture about a month ago. Yeah. Uh, but Instagram is normally where I'm active. I love so Instagram. Go to Instagram, at Ryan Mano. Um, I'm big on the stories. and Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Even with your personal life, I've noticed. like You also, you show radio life and then also personal you life. You got to. It's awesome. So, yeah, that's where I'm at, uh, active living, at Ryan Mano on Instagram. M-A-N-N-O. And then um, if you haven't heard our show, we're here uh, every weekday morning, 5 to 10, uh, on Coast 103.5 in LA and streaming on the free iHeartRadio app if you're listening or watching in Brazil. Welcome. Welcome, Brazil. You can uh, hear our show uh, every weekday morning, Pacific time, 5 to 10. Open the iHeartRadio app, search for Coast. I'm giving you a lot of details, like you don't know what to do. You'll find it. Thank you, love you. <laughs> hey, but some people don't. What if they're like first time I know, no, ever? you're right, I know. I you know, know but yeah. no, that's awesome. I, I love it, seriously. Thank you again. Thank you. Now, if you're interested in following more on the podcast, um, also, like Ryan said, Instagram is probably my fave as well. Um, the Instagram handle is at organize underscore clutter underscore podcast. Uh, so yeah, thank you again, Ryan. Thank and you. I'm excited to continue listening to all of you guys on Coast 103.5. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. You better stop.